Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. All right, Tyler, that's some bull crap, man. What, man? You know what you did. I really don't. What'd I do? This doesn't sound like he would do this. You you know exactly what you did. What did I do? I was locked out and you screened my call. What? Oh, let me guess. Your phone just after two rings, you just decided. No, no, I I answered it and got him. Did y'all? Okay. Did you leave me a voicemail? No, I didn't leave you a voicemail. I was locked outside the door in panic mode. I didn't have time to chat, Tyler. I don't. I don't have any. I have a voicemail, but I have no missed calls. I was locked outside that door after going to the restroom with you. I thought we had a good conversation in the restroom in there, and it sent me straight to voicemail. He said he said he had two rings, and then it went. Two Whoa. rings straight to voicemail. I, my phone did not ring, bro. Don't worry, though. My boy Ron got me, though. He picked up on he picked up on two rings and then came out and got me. Right. My phone didn't ring, bruh. Two rings into the voicemail. You know what the That's hell not you normal. did. I didn't get a call. But I believe you. I'm with you. He I wouldn't have done that. Tyler, that's not Tyler. Tyler wouldn't have done that. Oh, he does it to me often when I try to when I call when I not call. Not in this I'm, scenario. No, oh, man. If I if I knew you were stranded and we're in a break, but I, I mean you're a host of this it's show. Football at four. I got to get us into this thing, and at the one segment a day, and I'm locked outside the door to to, to get. I don't maybe Tyler remember do your but keys, I, but I could see from your vantage point two rings, and it goes right to voicemail. Yeah, I didn't get a call. I'm a lot of things. I'm not a liar. Just remember your keys, dude. Yeah. Wow. Now you're fine. Good point. Grow up. Good point. It's on my wallet. Where the hell is my wallet at? That's that's a, that's a bigger concern. Um, Bobby Slowick, the Texans' offensive coordinator, he is he is the topic of conversation in in NFL league wide circles at this point in time. Uh, I don't know exactly, guys. Do y'all know? The, do you have the list of who all's requested to interview Texans' offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick? As right as now, I think it's just the Panthers. head coach. I think it's just the Panthers and the Commanders. Panthers and Commanders. Um, I, I would imagine. I think I heard the Titans had. I think I'd heard the Titans requested. Oh, that, that the um, Titans. So, but anyway, that there's. I, I would imagine that the majority of teams that have an opening uh, are going to, at the very least, interview uh, Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator. And this is exactly what I was scared of when you hire a defensive-minded head coach. He hires the offensive coordinator. Let's assume you get it right, which clearly he did with Bobby Slowick. They are rocking and rolling. That's a guy that if he if he if he does well calling plays and and uh, managing and building and calling an offense, he's going to get a head coach gig, especially when they come out of the Shanahan tree at this point in time where we sit in the NFL today. Bobby Slowick and I've already I'm on record of saying I'll be surprised if Bobby Slowick stays beyond this year. 
I, I believe that there's going to be some good openings with some young quarterbacks, with some young quarterbacks that he feels like he can build around. And and Bobby Slowick's going to move on and be a head coach. But we can talk about it till we're blue in the face. Let's see what Bobby Slowick has to say about all the interest around the league uh, in him being a head coach and being interviewed as a head coach. Here's Bobby Slowick. It's really easy to handle right now. Um, you know, we're locked in on, on Cleveland. You know, we're full speed ahead, kind of keeping our head down in the dark. That's all that stuff. I'm very grateful. You know, I'm thankful to the Lord for giving me this opportunity. I'm thankful to, to Nick and D'Amico and the Texas organization for putting me in this position. But, you know, right now I'm Houston, Texas. I'm part of this organization. I do everything I can to help us win Cleveland. And, like, everyone's energy right now uh, in this organization is devoted to how do we play one more game? How do we keep just playing one more game? You know, we really have a, a, what I believe is a special group of individuals. I know, like, offensively, I, I got there's guys in that room that I, I just can't imagine. Um, and to, to really, as much as we can, just find a way to get four more games out of this. That's, that's really all all of us are devoted to. So you're going to plan on taking all the interviews or are you going to? haven't even thought about it. Like, I, I won't I won't have much information for you guys. I, I'm being honest. Like, it's just everything right now is on Cleveland. And, look, I, I'll, be, I'll be real surprised if in any way, shape, or form this, this becomes a problem or it all interferes with what Bobby Slowick and the Texans have to do. I, I firmly believe that D'Amico Rines and Bobby Slowick are are of the understanding of here's how we're going to go about this, and, and I don't I don't think it's it's going to become a distraction or ever would become a distraction with Bobby Slowick. But I do believe Ron that that there are going there, there's some good openings available already. Uh, it, it, if teams that that uh, have an opening don't have, I mean, look, you've got you've got Bryce Young. You got Will Levis, you got Justin Herbert, you've got the New England Patriots potentially with that with what it looks to me like is, is going to be a top three pick in the NFL yeah. at the very least. Um, I mean, you got the Atlanta Falcons that are going to have a top ten pick in the NFL um, with quarterbacks available and all the skill positions they have. Yes, with firepower yeah. to probably. I mean, I, I just I just think there's going to be some organizations out there that are that are healthy. With with some pretty damn good history, um, and the opportunity is going to be one where I think Bobby Slowick is going to entertain it. I, I don't I don't think there's going to be I don't think we're looking at Bobby Slowick going out there and taking interviews just to get head, like we were sold around here. Oh, we just you know got it's really good to get guys head coach experience like head coach interview experience. No, I think Bobby Slowick is going to get interview uh, interview requests from the uh, the majority of of the teams that are available, and and I think they're legit interviews. They're you, they're you, not. Let's let's get this guy some experience. Let's get him on a list. Let's see what he's about for a future reference. I, th- I think it's absolutely real. I, th- I think some of the jobs are going to be hard to pass you, up. Do you get the sense that he's ready enough? Yes, to, to be absolutely a, ready enough. I'm not saying completely ready, yeah. right? Do you get the yeah. sense he's ready enough? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, I just, I mean, he's there's not going to go in Nathaniel Hackett this thing. No, I, I, well, I mean, anything's possible. But look, I, I like that. There is when I listen to Bobby Slowick in in press conference settings, um, and then you stack that up with what his offense looks like, the way his quarterback plays the game, the way his his like all 11 and really two to three layers of depth on this offense have been ready to play and haven't missed a beat. Um, the way that multiple guys 
you know, it's, it's one thing to get up there and talk about, oh, well, I, I just believe in, 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 you know, wide receivers, guys that can do – guys that are interchangeable and guys that can do anything. It's one thing to get up there and say it, but when you back it up with Noah Brown having two games of a buck 50 or more, with, with Nico Collins having a, a, a buck 50 multiple times, plus multiple times, when, when, you, when you back it up with, um, you know, real tangible evidence of, of what you say – it's one thing to sound good saying it and be able to talk the game. It's another thing for the product that you put on the field to 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 display those things. Um, I, I firmly believe that that Bobby Slowick is is the real deal and 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 will be a, a a good head coach in this league. Yeah, I just I just you just look at guys like I don't think anybody's completely ready unless they've been in the role. But you look at guys that have kind of been young and gotten there. I, I, it, it feels like. It feels like to me he'd be ready to take on that role. Breaking news from Sports Radio 610 is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. All right, what you got, man? Well, hey, that, wasn't, that wasn't that Texans breaking news. I'm picking up no. on these context clues. That's something else in the sporting world, Ron. What is it, baby? Yeah, we got some breaking football news, not from the NFL, though. The college world, Nick Saban, the great Nick Saban, is retiring. Nick Saban is what? retiring. Chris Lowe, senior writer, ESPN, reports that Saban is retiring, and he has just informed Alabama that he will do so. He won six national titles at Alabama. Nick Saban calling it quits. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Nick Saban. How about that? Nick's getting up there, too, isn't he? How I old mean, is that, Nick? that is. Wow. Wow. Nick Saban, Alabama is open. Wow. Alabama is open, and. Dabo Sweeney. I'm going to tell you who you think. Ooh. Go home, Dabo. Ooh. You think so? Oh wow! That that turned me struggling. On Boy, it'd be right a there. hell of a time for Dabo Sweeney to be struggling, isn't it? Hell of a time, right? I'm just saying that that's the first thing that came to my mind. Dabo Sweeney went to the University of Alabama, played safety or some sort of secondary position yep, at yeah, Alabama, yeah. and now he he's having to deal with what was that guy's name? Zach, Jeff. Who was that guy that called him out that he got? <laughs> it was Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, it was Tyler. That's right. Damn, you're right. It was Tyler. Had that Tyler guy to deal with. The people in Clemson, South Carolina are scared to death. I don't think Kirby would leave to go back. But the people in Clemson, South Carolina are scared to death right now. The ACC is up in the air. Who knows what's going on? I understand Clemson. Dabo, go back home. I mean, that's where they're going. That's what they're going to talk to first. You think? Well, I would. Come on. Come on home, Dabo. The one thing is, is every every university out there, um, your coach is up for grabs. Your coach is up for grabs. And like you said, Kirby Smart played at Georgia. I don't. I, Maybe he's got, not and he's got them suckers rocking and rolling. But I mean, boy, and, and what does this mean for Alabama? Because look, let, let's be honest. I mean, it, Nick Saban is Alabama. He saved Alabama. Yes. Who 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 was the coach before Nick? Well, I, I played against a couple of them. Uh, I remember. Mike oh, I Price tried. To, was, they tried to hire Mike, Mike Price. Mike Price oh, yeah. was one of them. He had gotten himself in some um, trouble. What, what was the Bear uh, Bryant? What, what, who he said? Bear Bryant. No, what, I remember uh, Shula's son. Shula, there you go. That's who has Mike Shula. <laughs> yeah, Mike um, Shula. I, I think there. I played against both of them cats. 
Uh, did Frenchioni was that? No, I, no, no. But I, I, I can see, that. I can see one old boy that that I, I played against as well. But I think he was an interim coach. Debo, Debose. Yeah, Mike Debose was there yep. a minute. Yeah. Um, wow. But Alabama had been struggling since really since Gene Stallings, really like to being the Alabama, and then they ran through. It's it's. I mean, they'll get this right. I mean, is this? Golly, that's the biggest opening. I mean, because because LSU really wasn't open. They they went and got. They, I mean, they they were open though, right? Because or, yeah. Orgeron the Orgeron news broke, and then yeah, yeah, man. Wow, it's Dabo, right? That's got to be the first call. I, that that I felt a quiver in my pants when you said that. What, I think yeah, that's man. what's going to happen. In your yeah. pants, yeah. Why'd you quiver in your pants? Just because he hit the nail on the head. I think I think and that's yes, very Dabo very very possible. Dabo didn't like you, Tyler. And Dabo, that's it's true. Not that, it's, it, I think maybe it is all Tyler. And Dabo. And Dabo can keep that rolling. I can't think of now. Now Dan Lanning said he had some unfinished business at Oregon, but Dan Lanning might tell you, "Ass well, well, Jimbo." Dan Lanning may have said he had some unfinished business at Oregon and saying, "I'm staying at Oregon," but but Dan might be saying to himself, "Ooh, I might go to Alabama." That is wild, man. Because you're you're talking about you're talking about a coach that literally, um. Is Alabama? I mean, he had his own offense that he would hire offense former head coaches in the NFL that had gotten fired. Bill O'Brien. Now Texans fans out to, here get nervous to, to come in. To, oh, D'Amico. D'Amico. oh, I didn't think about that. D'Amico, D'Amico go home. D'amico ain't going nowhere. Y'all can shut the. Boy, I didn't even think about that. D'Amico ain't going nowhere. No, he ain't. But, but don't, Al- man, don't say that. Shit. No, he's not. But Alabama has. They'll call him. That's the one. That's the one job that that you would think he would even consider. They call him. I don't care. They'll, they right? better. Yeah, it, it's it's Dabo. Dion, no, it's Dabo. Oh wow, what a what a. Dabo. I mean, Tyler, for us, I mean, with the way my team, they they, they got a ways to go before they worry about Alabama. But SEC but, fans everywhere I, better. I mean, but the, the, like West, I, the West is going to be wide. I think. So, hell yeah. I think Urban Meyer just got on the treadmill. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't think about his name. Urban got on the treadmill and said, I think I'm in better shape. Oh, I'm man. I'm feeling good. What is Alabama going to do? It's that, like the top three. That, that, that's what I want you to do. Uh, well, you can go back to where you're thinking. I want you to, through, through the break, to give you a top three. A top three. Dabo, to me, is in the top three. But I, I, you finish what you're thinking. Text line 713-572-4610. Your top three. I'm seeing some. If you just missed it. Uh, Tyler came rolling through when he did breaking news, and I didn't hear the Texans part of it. I got immediately got so what the hell happened to Jordan? That's immediately what happened in my mind. In my mind, don't even blame me. He said, he said, Nick Saban, damn knees. Nick Saban uh, is uh, retiring from college football. He is leaving Alabama. Ooh. Texas fans get nervous, but their former, the former offensive coordinator at Ooh. Alabama, is sitting at Texas. With Sark. I don't think so. No. I made the playoff. I, can't, probably well, I can't make the playoff being and living in Austin. I just don't know how you, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not, not I can't a chance. Do I mean, you're, you're going into the SEC West, too. I mean, this is a chance for you at Texas to, uh, or anybody. Mike Elko, Steve Sarkeesian. This is an opportunity for you to to have a – I mean, that that the West. And, look, I, I know LSU has is, is been playing good football. I get it, but – um, the the monster that's been there for years consistently is is Saban in Alabama. I mean, it's an opportunity for for everybody in the West to 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 make a, a move, um, you know, to to establish a little dominance. Now, as I said, I think you, you got LSU right there at the top of this thing that 
that is going to claim the crown. I, w- I would believe immediately, but man, is this the uh, real quick? Hell, we were gonna we can't get back. This is huge news. Is this the the greatest coach in college football yes. history? Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Absolutely, it's the Bear Bryant's, it's the Bobby Bowden's, yeah. it's the Saban. Is was are we at seven uh, national uh, to, championships? To, to, to meet seven, six at, uh, yes. at, at Alabama. In the time that he did it in, too. Yeah, is, is I tell you the the swing of Saban though, going, so, going so from. Many. I've going from downhill points. run, run, dominate, you know, just don't turn it over, the, do your damn job, dominate the play clock and play great defense. And, and the, 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 the foresight to see, hey, man, I got to change some things. I got to get to where I can score some points offensively and switch gears the way that he did and continue to dominate. I, I, I'm saving, saving, and, it, and it's not even close for me. Yeah, the time he did. And now when I say, like I said, I got five topics on this. I could, I could be in Birmingham and do this for the next two hours. <laughs> that turns me on. I, I, I could. I, honest to God, do you think, real quick, we got to go to break. You think Nick Saban would leave, if all, would be leaving right now, retiring right now, if college football didn't just no. completely turn into. No, I do not. I believe he's done. That is what he is. He he can't do it. He, he he sat down after that college football playoff loss, and 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 whoever I don't know if it was one of the ads, I guess, was begging for more money immediately following the game uh, for the for the nil. I think I think he sat down. I said, "What are we doing?" I I, I don't I don't want. I be think a part that I think that has pushed him out of here. I, I and agree. I think we're about to. And I think it's going to push Harbaugh out. You're going to lose. Maybe your top it, two coaches. Was anyone like reporting this was like a possibility at this the end has of the been season? A that that I, heard. I feel like I don't, I don't think I think this came at the end. I don't think he was going to do this. All right, we'll continue. Uh, we'll let you know the injury report for the Texans and uh, the biggest news in the sports world right now. Nick Saban, head coach at Alabama, uh, he is retiring, and now the number one job in college sports, college football, is open. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get Clint's top three right now. Who he thinks would replace? I think it's Dabo Swinney, but you got to have contingency plans after that. Who will it be? All of that coming up next on the drive. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all in one e commerce platform to their in person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, back at it here. Breaking news. Uh, a lot happening. On the same day, two 72-year-old icons, Hall of Famers, uh, have retired. First, Pete Carroll. And really surprising on both of them. First, Pete Carroll, he ret- uh, has stepped aside as being the head coach and will remain in the organization. But, yeah, you can say it, retiring from the Seattle Seahawks. He was there 14 years, obviously. His work at USC before that and winning, winning a championship with the Seahawks. Uh, he steps down, and then with, this just happened in the middle of Clint Sterner's football at four. The great, uh, and I think all three of us agreed, the best coach to ever step on the field in college football. Uh, he leaves Nick Saban. He is retiring after 17 years at Alabama um, this last year. Uh, they had a chance. Man, who knew that that was his last, going to be his last Snap that uh that uh that quarterback sneak. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew it at that time, but he uh, waited till the uh the championship game was over, and he retires from Alabama and college football. Clint, um, I I, I wanted you to do this, and people were have been doing it on the text line and on uh on our uh, YouTube and uh and Twitch feed. Who is your top three? Your top three right now, as you look at it, is Alabama, I'm sure Alabama is probably known a little bit, and they've already gotten this started. Who would be your top three at Alabama? Well, you, you, Dabo Sweeney is is one, and there's a, I think there's a large gap between one and two. But, but I, I really like my my number two, and that would be Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin. Mm. He's got a history there. Um, now, I don't know that it ended real well, but uh, but there's no debate. There's no debating. That what Lane Kiffin has been able to do year in year out at Ole Miss. Um, there's obviously, as I mentioned, there's some familiarity there. Uh, I, I would think that Lane Kiffin would be would be the call made immediately after Dabo Sweeney. In fact, I'll be honest with you: if it were me, I would I would call Lane Kiffin first. But I understand the 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 ties of of Dabo Sweeney and 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 the recent history of a national championship. Um, I understand why Dabo would would be first. I'm having a really really hard time coming up with 
the, the third, third one. And look, there's a lot of lot of potential coaches because it's out anybody. There. It, it's anybody. It, yeah, it's and Alabama. There, there's a lot of like like I think I, I think there is like Kalen DeBoer, the guy that just took Washington to a to a title game. He's done nothing but win his entire career and his first shot at Washington. Um, you know, obviously built a in, in, what was that year two for him at Washington built a built a national championship contender. Um, and so you'd be getting a guy that's that's done nothing but win and and done it at the power five level now and um you know the, him I, look i i think um my man mike norvell at florida state i think he'd be very gettable right now and he's hot uh yeah. at florida state with what's going on in the acc um so there's there's a bunch of coaches out there that i think would be very gettable but you're talking about alabama here um ron i'm having a really hard time coming up with who i would place in that number three spot yeah um I see in some people text Dabo Dan Lanning out at Oregon, and then Mike Vrabel is someone uh, sending. Yeah, NFL is 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 open too. By the way, I, I think Tyler you, I, just Tyler just said in my ear that sources are saying that Dan Lanning is who Alabama's targeting. Yeah, I mean that that would be that would that would make sense. My, where where, would Dan, where was Dan? Dan Lanning? He went to Georgia, Georgia. with Kirby. But he's Alabama before that. Oh, was, he, was he at Alabama with, with Kirby? I don't know if um, he was at Alabama with Kirby. Um. Yeah, I the only thing is, and I'm sitting here thinking about this, and I'm thinking about the reason why I believe Saban left. And you said it on the other side, and I think Saban left, and I think they're going to lose. I think college football is going to lose Jim Harbaugh too. And those are bona fide stars in the league. And, and college sports is about the coaches. Hell, even Jimbo's weird ass was a star, somebody that you knew and was, was in some way entertaining with his fast-talking ass. But – you lose those two guys, uh, and I think you lose those two guys because of how the nature of college football is going right now. The NIL stuff, the transfer portal, you got to wake up and you got to fly everywhere. I know you got a private jet, but you got to fly everywhere to go ahead and recruit yeah. uh, freshmen or, or recruit high school kids. Then you got to recruit your own kids. Maybe you got to do that first. Then you got to pay them. Then you got to figure all that. I wonder. I wonder if you do go younger with people who are equipped and not mm. tired of doing that. And I don't think Lane is is tired of it. To yeah. your point, oh, he's and he's, I, he's done the portal as well as anybody. He is in. He is loving. And I don't. And I don't think that Dan Lanning is either. I think Dan Lanning is also. I wonder if if with 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 Dabo, if Dabo's like if he's. Because Dabo's not nearly as old as Nick, right? I mean, I think Dabo's in his fifties, well, but Dabo has been doing this a long but time. But the, the thing about Dabo, though, Ron, is like, hey, you, you think it's tough at Clemson? Fifty-four. I mean, yeah. to, to me, it's fixing to get it gets ratcheted up at Alabama. Um, I, I think it's a little easier, especially the years that he was at Clemson. It's been a little easier to win in, in the ACC than it, than it is at, at at Alabama in the SEC. I tell you another one. I, I do like the Dan Lanning. He was at Alabama, <clears throat> so he's been at Alabama just for one year. Just for he was just there for 2015 year. Uh, they, they won a, they won a national title that year. He was only there one year. Went to Memphis, then he went back to Georgia uh, as a linebackers coach. But um, you know he's obviously intertwined in all those Bama guys, Georgia guys, SEC guys. Um, I I could I would I would place Dan Lanning as my third. So I, I would go, I would go Dabo Sweeney, um, Lane Kiffin and Dan Lanning. Um, and I'll be honest with you again, I don't know that I don't like Dan Lanning better than I do Dabo Sweeney in terms of of who gets that job. If Alabama um, put it all out, full court press on Dan Lanning, Lane Kiffin, 
Dabo Sweeney, if they said this is the one we're targeting, yeah, you think you think all of them would leave their? Places? I think the one that's going to jump the easiest is obviously Lane Kiffin. I mean, I I, I, I think Lane oh, Kiffin. Yes. If you if you ask him to be completely honest, um, I, I think he probably believes he is tapped out at Ole Miss. I mean, he uh, winning eleven games at Ole Miss and and beat bowl, top yep. ten, top twelve finishes. I mean, you you you're really moving the needle at Ole Miss doing that right there consistently, and so. Um, yeah, man. I, I those three those three guys would be the top three guys. I I don't like the D'Amico Ryan's. I don't like the Vrabel. I, you know, th- those are those are kind of we don't even know if those guys would be willing to recruit. Yeah, you know, much they do everything that it has. much less know how. I and, think they'll call. Yeah, maybe yeah. especially D'Amico and an ex uh, an ex Alabama uh, player. I, I I don't I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any piece that D'Amico would go back there, uh, and as what he's doing here in Houston, he's, he seems like an NFL, NFL guy. It'd be very much like when A and M had the opening, and they went after Dan Campbell. Like there was reports yeah. that they were looking at Dan Campbell. Mm, wow, Nick Saban. Jeez, who Golly. is going to take that job? What I what I do feel is the, what, here's the deal. I feel like this is going to be now a domino because somebody else is coming open. Whether it's Ole Miss, whether it's Oregon, whether it's Clemson, I I would be shocked if he if somebody gets hired that's just off the streets and not yeah, at a big program. It's, it's hard for me unless to, it's Urban Meyer. They who wants to follow? Who wants to follow Nick Saban at Bama? You know what I mean? It, it ain't like 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 to me. I, th- I think I, I, I can, don't know. I, man. I think I, if I'm a coach. In the league, I remember Bill Self said this. His dad said he was talking to his dad. He said, "Man, I'm gonna follow Roy Williams at Kansas." His dad said, "Yeah, if your ass is soft, you won't." <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, and, and when you and now you're talking about like in that you're talking about Kansas. This is one of the dream jobs. Alabama don't yeah. get no bigger than that. Uh-uh. You know you're gonna get paid well, and if you can't recruit to Bama. You got an issue. People sending in Dion to Bama, I, I just don't see that. That that that's I, I don't see that whatsoever. Yeah, I, I think at all the, I think the prime, I think the Dion hype train has has died a bit. Rightfully so. I, look, I think he's a good coach. I think he's got a good future in college game. But I think the the hype of he just gets any open job available. I think that, yeah, I think that's yeah. I, I think he's going. I think he's going to have an opportunity to leave Colorado. Yes. I don't think he's leaving wow. Colorado not Save making it. a bowl game year one to Alabama. Wow. Yeah, that's that's coach you off. All right, Texans report a very very important one. Our guy Brandon Scott will join us. We'll get his thoughts about what he saw on the practice field, what he heard from the guys uh, today and yesterday. Bobby Slowick spoke today. CJ and D'Amico spoke yesterday. Brandon Scott, Texans report coming up next. I don't see no bitches nowhere around here. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back in as we are live. And uh, it is a playoff week. And uh, we've been doing this Texans report each and every Wednesday at 440. Brandon Scott joins us. Someone texted and said, hey, who the hell is doing the Texans report? I said, B. Scott is. Oh, okay. I thought he was out. No, baby, he's, he's in. He's ain't nobody in here acting like no bitches. No, he ain't running. Man, I, no, this, I, I wouldn't he ain't miss this. Miss the playoff. Hey, one. I wouldn't miss this time for nothing. <laughs> yeah, he man. Might, he may, I mean, he may, he, he may miss maybe one of them Titans ones. He ain't missing the playoff uh, game. Uh, playoffs. Wasn't missing that he's either, in, man. He's in, the, he's in the building. No, um, yeah, I'm here for it. So uh, you've been there the last uh, all week and the last couple of days is everything has moved up. So normally on this day it's D'Amico and. And CJ, but today is the coordinators. Yep. Um, and it's interesting. I heard you. You 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 pressed upon uh, 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 Mr. Uh, Bobby Sloak. I yeah, wish we, Bobby Sloak would have just responded to you. Now, what you think I'm going to do? Yeah, we just got to get clear. What you think, I, what you think I'm going to do? Got to get yeah, as much as we can, this. man. But uh, but we, before we get there, what's what's the overall vibe? As does the, Do you get a sense that it feels different, like it's playoff? Like uh, the, there's a change of a intensity. At all. What's the vibe you're feeling around there? Well, no, I would not say I sense a change of intensity because they have, and I give them credit for this, they've done a remarkable job of just staying consistent whether things were going well, whether it's regular season, yeah. postseason, you know, winning, losing, whatever it was. They've been remarkably consistent, and I think that's benefited them. But I do get the sense of, well, like with this being the second time that they play Cleveland, you know, they, they, they did this on Christmas Eve, but without C.J. Stroud, you do get that sense of confidence of, okay, we got CJ now. Like, I do sense that, and, and that's reasonable. I think that factors into a lot of the analysis and the way that we have conversations about this game. They didn't have CJ before. Insert CJ now, and, and now you're talking about a, a different ball game. And certainly you are offensively for the Texans. There's no question about it. But they still got to deal – with uh, you know, deal with Cleveland's defense and and you know, you know, with CJ, but then also what like defensively, what Cleveland was able to do to them from like the very first drive of the game, carving them up. Like they got questions to answer on the other side of the ball as well. Yeah, well, what do you? What's your thoughts on? on let's start on the offensive side of the football on, on a couple of things. I mean, what what's going to happen at right tackle? Um. You know, who do you think is going to end up getting those snaps and what does it look like? And then obviously Robert Woods getting back. That's yeah, a big, did, that's a did, big get. Did George Fant jump in? Yeah. He jumped in the second half at some point. Yeah. yeah, so the George Fant, we have not talked about this aspect of it. but the, I'm going I'm to stop talking about it. Well, no, I, I think it's it's worth talking about because the George Fant situation is interesting. And, you know, we didn't get to didn't get to talk to Nick Casario about this. And I, and I doubt he would talk about it or, or dive deep into it. But he had an incentive in Centrac, for however much he played, you know, determine how much oh, percentage wow. of snaps or how much money he got. 
and noticed there toward the end after he didn't played a whole bunch of ball. Did he hit them? Percentages? All of a sudden, all of a sudden, here comes Charlie Heck. So did he hit those percentages? I don't think he did. Oh, you know. So you know. So so to me, that's it. And I know that earlier today, Sean Bajani actually got to talk to George Fan. They didn't talk about this. Talked more about the game and, and, and some other things, but. <laughs> I don't think it's a. It takes like rocket science to establish that George Fan is probably a better option at right tackle than Charlie Heck is. But they felt like they could get by with Heck, and for whatever reason, that's the way that they. That's the direction that they went in. I would not be surprised if now that they are in the postseason. I'm not sure how that works. If you have an incentivized contract for snaps, how it works once you get into the playoffs, you start getting playoff. That just, that, I, that, that, I, that I better not be. I'm not exactly sure how that works, but I wouldn't be surprised if I saw him play. Yeah, to me, I, I was shocked to see Charlie Heck out there. Um, I mean, and I think there's, I think there were, I, think, I thought clearly he had to be hurt. That's what I. Think well, I, the, I mean, the, the no. most interesting part of it is, Ron, and you you brought this to light. I think initially was what you mean to tell me that that Titus Howard, you know, Fant was playing so good that Titus Howard moving back to right it. tackle was wasn't an option, but yet Charlie Heck gets healthy and it is an option. <laughs> so nonetheless. I, I think I'm not I, saying it's a conspiracy, but you know something was up there. Yeah, something, something yeah, I, seemed very strange there with the incentivized contract and yeah. then the guy oh, that had, been performing had, for you for a McLean long time. Coming on, said he just beat him out. Nah, I don't yeah, think that, that, I, I mean, uh, no, nah, that didn't that didn't that, that didn't seem that, right. That don't, don't, like I, I wouldn't even feel comfortable shaping my mouth to say that. What 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 does what about Robert Woods? Robert Woods. Back? Oh yeah, and, and we talked about this before. Robert Woods pregnant. I actually did talk to Robert Woods like briefly, not a deep conversation, but yesterday. Saw Robert Woods in the locker room and just asked him how he was feeling. He said, yeah, getting better, getting better, going in the right direction. So I felt good about Robert Woods even before I saw the practice report Practice report before we got to practice today, uh, just based off of talking to him. Uh, same thing with Jonathan Grenard, similar situation. I came on here last week and said that I thought he would play and he didn't. Um, I'm a little bit more confident now because that was the vibe last week, but I actually talked to him this week and it seems like he's going to give it a go. Now how much he can go – will be his own question, but guys like Robert Woods, Jonathan Grenard, starters for you on the offensive side of the ball, you know, I, I cannot stress enough the importance of having, you, you know, Noah Brown, that's a sketchy thing, right, with his injury situation. So the importance of having at least two of those reliable NFL caliber wide receivers, not to this Xavier Hutchinson and, and John Mechie, but you get again, you're getting dicey once you get deep into the depth chart yeah. like that. You yeah. need at least Nico and some combination of Robert Woods and Noah Brown, since it does not look like you know you can really rely on Noah Brown's health availability or whatever it is at this point. To see Robert Woods out there is a big plus. Yeah, Brandon Scott here with us uh, as he uh, joins us on uh, and gives us the Texans practice report as the Texans uh, move to uh, Saturday to play the Cleveland Browns. Brandon has been out there uh, all week as well, and. Look, uh, we talked about the offensive side of the ball, and the injury parts are, are coming there as well. Your your thoughts of what you're seeing? There are four guys that didn't, at least here on the uh, the uh, the injury report, uh, that didn't go. The real important ones in terms of Will Anderson, Noah Brown, Jonathan Grenard, Jerry Hughes, uh, across uh, uh, on that defense, and then the receiver as well. Andrew Beck didn't practice as well. But of those guys, who are the ones that are, are, are the highest concern potentially to you that that could miss this game. Yeah, see, I, I feel like this is overall a positive report, but when you talk about highest concern, you know, last week it was Malik Collins. He ended up playing and having a big game or having a big play at the very least in that game against the Colts. This week for me, it's Jerry Hughes, and not because, I mean, obviously we know that Will Anderson 
and really Jonathan Grenard and Will Anderson are their starting ends, their best pass rushers. But what Jerry Hughes, and that's the concern for me to answer your question, is Jerry Hughes. And if he can't play, what the strain is that that puts on Will Anderson and Jonathan Grenard, who I do believe are going to play, but will be most effective for you if you can limit their snap counts, kind of, you know, load manage them a little bit because of the injury, right? So you so, get to feel both Will and, and Grenard will play? Yeah, I get to feel that they will both play, but the concern is if Jerry doesn't, and yeah, I, don't have a more good sen- I, I don't have a good sense for that one way or the other, but if he doesn't, I'm concerned about what that means for, like we saw Will out there once Jerry went down, right? It's like, okay, now you're having to use him a little bit more than you wanted to. Yeah, he went from 12 snaps to like 30-something. Yeah, and, and I can guarantee you they didn't want to do that. So, yeah. uh, so, so, so that would be the the only concern is if Jerry can't play, what the strain is today. And I know, Clint, you put it out there. Hey, maybe you put some of those inside guys outside, and maybe have to get creative. I don't know. Maybe that maybe that might be a solution. Yeah, well, I mean, concern. I I, re- I liked that idea last week when you were when you were really in a in a spot where man, you got to stop to run and and bringing down Jalen Petrie into the box and adding that eighth helmet yeah. to the box. Just yeah, eleven three defensive tackles against Joe uh, Joe Flacco. Yeah, I, I don't I don't <laughs> I just, I don't know if if the three defensive tackle thing is it's got to be an option because they're they're just I mean they're just flat out short handed. I, I was going to ask you. I, I'm surprised that they haven't brought anybody in yeah. or added anybody to the roster, even at the position. Yeah. I mean, right now you've got five edge rushers, and three of them, three of them are are not practicing yeah. today. Yeah. And and today is Wednesday, which is effectively Thursday with a Saturday game. And you would have thought that if they were going to do that, they would have done it by now. Yeah. So at this point, if they were doing it, that, would be very surprising if they were to do it at this point because they've already gotten through a couple of days of practice. So I'm with you on that. But it, t- to me. It means like maybe maybe it's a positive thing for for Jerry, you know. Like I, I talked about this last week. The odd thing about the practice report this week is that hey, guys cannot practice and still end up playing. Now, if they rule him out tomorrow, that's yeah. its own thing, and that's what ended up happening with Jonathan Grenard. When I was optimistic about no, that last yeah. week, and they ended up ruling him out anyway. But if they're not practicing, I, I I don't feel like that necessarily means that they're not playing. It just means that they're low managing them at this point. Yeah, yeah. So we'll. We'll see on that. Hey, man, this this last game, one, one thing I, I'm going to gauge the feel and the confidence from them. One thing out of that last game in the Brown against the Browns was Amari Cooper, mm. right? That that was that was the big point of the game is is he dominated that performance. But a lot of things are going to be different for the Texans. Obviously, C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson didn't play. There are some different things there. Uh, it, it seems like they're pushing. They were pushing how different things were going to be, you know, with the Colts from from week two to this one. You get in the same sense that they see three weeks ago as a completely different team or a completely different game going into this one. Yeah, that that's to me where like the biggest difference in confidence. I feel like like I talked about earlier, they've been pretty steady, but I do sense a different confidence level with CJ being out there. But I'll say this: like to this point, man, this is the first really good defense that's and I think y'all have hit on this a little bit already on the show you know throughout the week this is the first really good defense that CJ Stroud is facing since that Jets game and you know I, and I tried to ask him about it a little bit yesterday and he didn't really want to get into it much and, may, and maybe it just is too far removed and the timing of it is odd but the last time CJ Stroud faced the defense of this caliber it was against the Jets and we remember how that went you know what I mean so like you were talking about this earlier hey the way that Cleveland played against them in that last game on Christmas Eve, it felt like, hey, even with C.J. out there, they <laughs> might have some problems, 
right? And yeah. so I, I think that that's very real, even though I like the Texans' chances a lot more. I'm picking them to win this game, and I like their chances a lot more <laughs> than I would if he, if he wasn't out there. But they got a real problem out there because this is a, a legitimate defense, and, you know, they got to – they they have to have corrected some things uh, against a defense that does not have as many weaknesses as they've faced against the – like this is not the Titans and the Colts. You know, like th- this is a well-rounded defense that – that monsters up front, really good secondary. Like it's yeah. gonna be, it's gonna be really tight up in there. Yeah. It is big, Clinton. They it, they got to see him three weeks. Oh ago. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. no uh, question it sure. is. I mean, I, it, and the, here the the big thing about the game to me is one, you didn't have C.J. Stroud, and two, the way in which they, even though I think they put the brakes on midway through the third quarter, um, the way in which they went about skull dragging your ass is 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 not how this game's gonna go. I mean, you're, you're I mean, maybe it is. Maybe I'm dead wrong, but like you. you in some way, shape, or form, I feel like D'Amico probably feels pretty good about not giving Amari Cooper 250. You know what I mean? Now, now Flacco may go get 350 and spread it around the park and beat you. Maybe Njoku goes off. But right. Yes. Yeah. I just, I mean, you look at it, it's easy as a, as a coach or and even a player to say, look, dude had a career day. Dude had a career day, and they beat the brakes off of us, and we were short several players on both sides of the football, including yeah. our, 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 our biggest X factor. C.J. Stroud, we're getting those guys back. It's easy to get this squad ready and confident that they can go out there and compete. But as we break this thing down, to your point, their ability to squeeze the pocket, the quarterback in the pocket, and, and cause chaos around the quarterback, along with the ability to suffocate with their secondary and 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 change the picture pre and post snap for the quarterback in the secondary is is a real that's a bear to deal with. And I don't know that that C.J. Stroud has seen a whole hell of a lot of that. Yeah, All right. yeah, for sure. Yeah, hopefully. Uh... We're talking to you next week about uh, the divisional round of the playoffs as they get. Hey, a, a it'd be nice, wouldn't it, boys? Be, it, it would be fantastic. Coming up, hey, good times around here, baby. This has been a uh, a a crazy day when it comes to uh, to uh, Hall of Fame level coaches. Two Hall of Fame level coaches have hung them up. We'll discuss and let you know who they are and talk about who may be replacing them coming up next. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash... 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.